What's up, everybody, and welcome back to my channel. Sorry about my voice, you guys. I got sick last week, and I had a really, really bad sore throat, and I kept talking, so I think I damaged my vocal cords, to be 100% honest. <clears throat> but in today's podcast, I'm really just wanting to express myself, kind of like the good old days, right, when I used to just come on here and talk to y'all. I am so over these modern dating conversations. And here's why. I feel like there are a whole bunch of single people, including myself, right? That kind of like, I guess the, the people who are meant to be for whatever reason are not like clicking, right? The good guys keep missing the good girls. And for whatever reason, people are connecting and linking and syncing with people that aren't for them. And I don't know what's going on in the world and the universe. I don't know if it's interject and it's, I don't know if it's vibrational. I don't know if it's karmic. I don't know. But I feel like the people who should be together are not together. I am so over the debate about women and their ambition and their money and what men should do and what women need to do. It is exhausting because we keep having the same conversations just for clicks and, and, and um, just for clicks and engagement, but there's no, there's, there's, there's just no solutions. There's nothing to move us forward. There's nothing to bring us together. We're having all these debates, but there is no mixers like, Hey, if you are single and you are this, this, and this, then you need to come here, right? Um, you know, and there's a few podcasters. I was going to say his name. I'm not going to do that. But he annoys me as much as I like him as a podcaster. But that's like his main content. He brings on very successful businesswomen and then asks them questions like, would you date a guy that made $30,000? And that question bothers me so much for a few reasons. One, only black women get asked that question, right? Only successful black women get asked the question, would you date somebody that made way less than you? And I want to say that how much somebody makes does not determine their value, doesn't determine their worth. But it does have a lot to do with lifestyle. It does have a lot to do with what that person can do, can afford, all of those things. And lifestyle is important. If you are accustomed to living a certain lifestyle, then I don't see the problem with wanting someone that meets you there or makes more. Again, this isn't me or my standards, um, but for somebody who has dated people with less money than me, depending on the relationship, some relationships, it mattered. Some of them, it didn't. Um, I don't think that's the issue. I think it's people connecting, but that's the only question that's asked. And then when the person doesn't give the question or the answer of acceptance, because they're like, you know what? No, nah, I wouldn't date somebody like that. Then it's an issue. But it's understandable if a man were to say, I don't want to date a woman with an OnlyFans page. 
Or if a successful man, a successful black man or successful man is never asked, would you marry a big, unattractive woman? It's just not a question that comes up. And again, I think attraction is subjective. I think body type is, is subjective to whoever likes it. But it's just like, if people don't want that, why are we criticizing them for not wanting it? Who cares? Let them like what they like and want what they want and move on. Like I was debating with my married homegirl and she was getting frustrated. I was like, but the fight, that's not your fight. You're good. You have who you have. You have somebody that's on his way, you know, to success and all of that stuff. So it's, it's, I don't understand. It's so annoying. There's no solutions being thrown out there. What I will say is as a person who I do deem myself successful in my own right, I've taken care of myself. I've healed myself through God. Wait, first, before I say all of this, it ain't nothing but God. Okay. God was hand has been in it all the whole time. So when I say me, 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 please believe I know God was there. And also I come from a really great family. It's not a perfect one, but nobody has a perfect family. I was not, I had, I had certain privileges. I can't lie, but I've had a lot of struggles too, you know? So what I will say is I fit, I believe I'm successful because I have lived a life that I can be proud of. I lived a life that has fulfilled me. I have great friendships. I know how to manage my money, even when I don't. <laughs> I have healed my, uh, my, my, myself. I have went through therapy and spent thousands of dollars understanding and learning myself and invested in myself, uh, physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally. I've been open-minded. I've tried things. I've went out in the world and learned other religions and cultures and traveled and, and lived a life. Okay, your girl has lived a life. So in my eyes, I am successful. Now, am I where I ultimately want to be? Of course I'm not, right? But I would consider myself successful as you should define what success looks like to you. Success doesn't always have to mean million dollars in the bank or a closet full of clothes or Whatever the case may be, are there areas of my life that I'm still working on? That's never going to, that's never going to change. It's never going to change. But I think the solution is working on yourself and finding or understanding the match that works for you. If you are a person who does not care about income and what somebody else quote unquote brings to the table, then that's who you should link with. If you are somebody who cares about religion, cares about value, cares about blah, 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 this, this, X, Y, and Z, then that's what you focus on. Us throwing out these blanket debates of this and this and that is stupid because what you'll hear is, right? You're too independent. You know, if I'll go back, if a woman is successful, quote unquote, successful, meaning she went to school, she has a job, she takes care of herself, she looks good, she's in her feminine energy, 
and somebody may look at her and say, I can't bring anything to her, right? They can look at her and say, she has it so together. There's nothing that I can do to add value to her. People will look at that woman and say, she's too independent because they don't fit her world or her lifestyle or whatever. Just because that person doesn't fit doesn't mean that somebody else won't. Now let's flip it. A man who's successful, whatever, and whatever his standard is, maybe he wants a slender model type woman, or maybe he wants a woman with a big old booty and a big old this or whatever the case may be, then he should have whatever he deems is what he wants. For me, a woman that doesn't have a big butt, why would I go to him and be like, see, you're missing out on your blessing because you see, that's, that's your problem. You just want a woman with a big old butt. No, if that's what that man wants and that's what he deems is what is in his life and in it, he values, then let, then let him do that. I just don't align. We just don't work. And I feel like it's too many people trying to force each other in each other's narratives to where it's, it's just not working. What I want and desire is not going to be what the next woman wants and desires. And then we got stupid people on the internet that will say idiotic things like women only want men that other women want. That is not freaking true. And I can say that for myself because I despised men who were sought after in college and in life. I don't like men that get a lot of attention in that way. <clears throat> I just personally don't because I'm not, I'm not going to compete. I'm not in my masculine energy to compete with another woman over a man. If I'm with a man and a woman can quote unquote steal him from me, bye, bye. I'm not fighting. I don't care. Congratulations. He played himself. Now he's your problem. So we have to let go of all of these <clears throat> blanket narratives of women and men and what women do and men do. It's getting us freaking nowhere. It's not, there's no solution. It's like, hey, let me know what you think in the comments. And they do that so they can get clout and, and comments and engagement. But it's like we're... <clears throat> we're being distracted in, in this stupid cycle of again and again and again. And it's like, come on next. Let's talk about something else. How about we talk about how to build with one another? When you see somebody that's successful, how do you link with them? How do you add value other than being a monetary asset? <clears throat> because I'll hear men say, I don't want a gold digger. I don't want, um, to be used or only sought after because of my money, right? I'm, I bring more to the table than money. Yes, that is a hundred percent true. A hundred percent true King. But then we can't turn around in the same breath and then say, well, you're too independent. So I don't see how I fit in your life. What does that have to do with anything? People can always add value if you allow them. 
Now, are there traumas and all those things that need to be healed? Yes, of course. And I feel like individually, I pray that we're all doing the work. I'm just over the conversation, Frank, to be honest. It's so annoying. It's absolutely annoying. And I just want us to start focusing on something else. Focus on like it's like a it's like a it's like beating a dead horse. It's like there's nothing else that we can talk about. We get it. And half of us don't make that much money. At least statistically, are there people out there getting it? Absolutely. Absolutely. Are there people that aren't? Absolutely. And money comes and goes. There's going to be ebbs and flows. You just have to find someone, I believe, that fits the lifestyle that you want. It doesn't matter if that person's successful. Like for me, I can't date a cop. It's just not my lifestyle. I don't want to be worried about if you're going to come home, if you're going to get shot, if you're in the news. That's just not my lifestyle that I would want to sign up for. Another lifestyle. I would not marry a man in the military. But that's me because I've been in the military. Is it stability? Yeah. Do they do some of them have money because like military officers get paid very well? Absolutely. Would I marry one? No. Well, I say that now. I don't know what God presents me, but in my mind, no. Because it's not something that I want. Now, is that to say that every military man is bad? And no. Does that mean to say that every cop, I know some really great, handsome police officers. You go to Houston, Texas, I promise to God you ain't never seen no fine officers in your life like you have in Houston. Guarantee. But that ain't for me. Does that make that man less valuable because I don't find value? No. It's, it's, I just want us to move on, move on, move on, move on, move on. I'm going to personally stop engaging in the conversations as well, because I, I get triggered and irritated too. So I have to put my two cents in. Y'all know I'm two cents, Sally. I'm going to put my two cents in. I'm going to say my unsolicited advice. I'm just over the conversation. It's so annoying. So here's what I will say. Do I believe that women should lower their ambitions, not buy homes, not go after degrees or successful jobs to sustain a lifestyle that they want for themselves because they're hoping that a man comes around And sees their value outside of her success. I'm here to tell you, most of the women that I know that are married have degrees. They're ambitious. They work. They make money. Hell, they like money just as much as their husbands like money. And honestly, their husbands are the low-key ones, to be fair. And... It's not a masculine versus feminine energy dynamic that I see in these marriages. It's they just found people that work for them. That's really the key. That's really the key. It has nothing to do with your money. None of that. 
It's does this person fit in my life? Can I fit in theirs? Can I see me building with this person? Another thing that I notice, and I see this more with women than men, is this notion of having to feel all of these feelings in order to see somebody as valuable or a good guy or like the right guy. And I can't really give you this because I I don't know. I'm not married. But when I see long-term relationships and marriages, ain't too much feelings being talked about. They don't really spend or waste too much time talking about how each other feels. And not to say that You shouldn't care about how your significant other or your spouse feels. Like, you know, it's a part of of a relationship is feelings. But I feel like or I think that we can miss out on good opportunities because we're waiting for some butterflies that are really anxiety. If you are with a guy and you're anxious That's not a good sign. Any man that I was ever anxious around or gave me whatever, I've never had these butterflies. I've never, I don't know what people are talking about. Now, I've really liked someone. Someone's made me giddy and nervous and like made me feel like a little kid. Like I've gotten shy around them like, oh, but that doesn't mean that they're the one. It means I really like them or I think that they're really attractive. Doesn't mean that they're going to provide stability and give you a a good solid foundation to land on when you need them. You know what works? Boring. Boring is where it's at. You know why? Because boring is stability. Boring is consistent. There's nothing exciting about consistency. There's nothing exciting about safety with someone. There's nothing exciting and spontaneous about reliability. And that's what I believe a lot of us want is somebody that's stable, reliable, loving, caring, and consistent. And on top of all of that, God-fearing. Nothing about that type of person is exciting and thrilling and no, it's not. So I think that we just need to change and shift our mindsets possibly as to what we're quote unquote going after or what we aspire to have or aspire to be or who we aspire to be with. Because I think that we're listening to social media too much. I think that these fantasies of what relationships are supposed to feel and look like are really holding a lot of us back. Like, should you have chemistry and attraction? Of course, right? But that's just initial. That's just like, okay, I think you're cute. Okay, I could I could stand looking at your face every day. That'll work. <laughs> you know, you, you can't be with nobody that you're not attracted to. At least I can't. I need to at least be able to roll over and look at you and want to kiss you and, and, and want to hold your hand in those things, right? Aff- affection is, is huge in a relationship. But outside of that, outside of that one thing, I feel like our generation or, our, or, or this day and age is a whole bunch of people just shouting out super 
ridiculous stuff online and nobody's getting anywhere and nobody's really connecting. So I just recommend like, take a look at yourself. What are your, what are your, what are you good at? What are your assets? What do you bring to the table? And yes, ladies, what do you bring to the table? I was talking to my homeboy about it. And he was like, women hate when I ask that question. And I hear that online. Well, what do you mean what I bring to the table? And I get that. That can be an, an annoying conversation. But ask yourself, what do you bring to the table besides a pretty face, a nice booty? And because and, and, looks fade, y'all. Looks fade, honey. If you don't believe it, go look at all the bombshells of the 90s. Unless you a couple of them like Nia Long, Taraji P. Henson. There's only like a handful that are still holding on to those looks in their 50s and 60s. What Tracy Ellis Ross still looks really good. And as as we take care of ourselves better, you know, and the black don't seem to crack. But eventually your looks go away. Jasmine Guy was one of the most sought after beauties of the 90s. She's still a beautiful woman, but she definitely don't look like she used to look. You know, when he's not going to look how he used to look. Child, I was watching that Michael Jordan documentary on Netflix. It's called um, The Last Dance. That's one of my favorites. I can watch that over and over and over and over again. That was such a well-done documentary. Oh, my gosh. Of Michael Jordan in the 90s. When I say that man was fine, fine for fine, fine, fine in the 90s. Okay? Just a tall chocolate, bald, sexy little thing, okay? If I could teleport back into the 90s and have a dinner date with that man, I absolutely would. But if you were to see Michael Jordan now, he, no, he's giving Papa. He's giving no longer handsome. He's giving, you used to look like you look good, <laughs> And there's no shade because, A, that's what happens when you get older. You change. You develop. Now, some people do look better with age, but it's not always true. So that only goes so far. Looks and all of that only goes so far. Compatibility, friendship. Can you be this person's friend? Do they make you feel safe? Because also money comes up, comes and goes. You can lose jobs and gain jobs and and all of that. So yeah, he might make six figures this year. What if his business doesn't do good? What if that was a fluke? What if, can you, can you step up? You know, I love DeVal and Kadeen Ellis. He went to the league and they had plenty of money. He got, you know, let go from his NFL contract, lost most of his money. And they had to start over and his wife went back to work. It's a partnership. Life is going to throw you ups and downs. So if I were you, and I'm only giving you the advice that I'm taking myself, by the way. I would find someone that brings you stability. That brings you safety. That brings you consistency. That brings you, that you know, like really know. 
Somebody you know won't switch up on you. So that takes time, especially if you just got to know this person. You know, it could take years to really develop a true friendship. So rushing is not, you know, a great way either. You know, we'll hear all of this, these uh, preachings and stuff when it comes to Christian and other faiths where it's just like, yeah, hurry up and get married. Uh, I mean, if God is in it and God is telling you to get married and it's not just because of the physical, sure, you got to do what God is telling you to do. But there's nothing wrong with taking your time and truly getting to know someone. Because if that person's supposed to be there for the rest of your life, then what does it matter if it's a day, a week, a month, a year? You know, I've had to throw out all some of these expectations. Now, it's going to be up to you what your standards are when it comes to dates, when it comes to certain things. Because I've been told that expecting a man to pay on the first date is unrealistic. Well, that's my standard. I'm sorry. I, I'm, I, I'm not changing that. So me and whoever doesn't agree with that, the 50-50 brother, we just don't align. And that's okay. I'm okay with that. You know, I like chivalry. I like my door open. I've dated, I've any, and I'll tell you this too. The reason why I say that for myself and you have to make your own standards that might not matter to you. And that's okay. That is okay. If you don't care about those things, but I've settled for people like I like chivalry. Open my door, baby. You know, pay that check. I got you eventually, but the first couple dates. Yeah. Show me what you show me your leadership. Show me how you, how you take care of somebody that you, that you care about. And if you don't feel like I'm worthy for a date, then just talk to me on the phone. That's fine. I get that. If you don't know me well enough to go out with me, or you don't find me valuable or worthy enough to take me out, then talk to me on the phone. I am totally okay with that. But anytime I've settled under my personal, my, me, me, Brittany Daniel, anytime I've settled under my personal standards, I've always regretted it, always regretted it, always regretted it. Every time he didn't open my door, I got pissed off. <laughs> That's me. I'm not about to debate you over opening doors. If you are the type of man that doesn't want to do that, we're just not compatible. And I'm okay with that. If you're the type of man that doesn't want to be stable and, and comfortable and, 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 and not, um, Go after your God-given talents and dreams. That's cool. We're not compatible. So I feel like we're, we just want to be the, the, the somebody's option or somebody's choice so bad that we make our standards everybody else's standards. We don't got to do that. So I just challenge everyone that's listening, if you're, if you're single. Figure out what matters to you. Figure out what will make you feel valued and loved and cared for and work on yourself, heal yourself, better yourself, focus on yourself. Make God the center. And whatever is important to you, find somebody who also feels that way. There are men who are 100% providers. 
There are people that want to go 50-50. There are people that don't want to do nothing. I really believe there's somebody for everybody. People just can't make people sway into what they want. If a man is a hard worker and he doesn't want an ambitious woman, then there are women who are less ambitious and who would love to stay at home and bear his children. If you are a woman who wants to work and wants to be ambitious and wants to have a job and wants to have a six-figure business, there are men out there who will support that as well. I see it every day. I have married friends who are very ambitious women and their husbands are not trying to tell them stop working and stop selling. And, you know, and of course, I don't know what everything that goes on behind the scenes, but I know women who are married with their own real estate portfolios that their husbands do not own. Okay, that he got a property, she got a property. I know a married couple that they got property together. One is in his name, another is in her name, and they they move through their goals together as a couple. So there is no one-size-fits-all relationship for anyone. Some people will be able to make sacrifices that others will not and vice versa. I think the conversations, I'm going to stop entertaining them because they're annoying me, <laughs> clearly. Um. And yeah, I just want anybody, don't be discouraged. Don't, it's not a one size fits all. There's always somebody out there for, for anybody, but make sure that you're not so focused on all the propaganda, all the, he say, she say, and the, this person and this and this and this, that we're missing out on the person that could be right in front of your face. That's good for you the entire time that loves you, honors you, that will bring you that stability, that will bring you that consistency, that will bring you that love that you've always desired. Because at the end of the day, love is an action. I, I saw the Michelle Obama and Oprah interview, or was it Michelle Obama and Gail? I feel like she's such a light to sh- to really tell the ups and downs of relationships. When babies come, things change. When jobs happen, things change. But it's just riding the wave of life together and being partners and figuring it out. Figuring it out. But I pray that this helps someone. I pray that um, through my frustration that maybe you'll take a look at yourself and say, okay, I've been listening to society. What does matter to me? Do I care if a man makes six figures? Do I care if the woman that I want is blah, blah, blah? Like, really, really take some time and assess what truly matters to you. And if it doesn't matter to you, throw it out. If it does, add it on there. Now, I will say more that matters to you. I mean, it's going to just be a slimmer shot, but just because it's a, a, a slim chance of going to the NBA, I wouldn't tell anybody not to try. You feel me? I love you guys. I hope that you guys are blessed. Y'all pray for my voice. 
I really think I damaged vocal cords, to be fair. I really think that that's what it is because I haven't shut up. I won't stop talking. That's my problem. (laughs) I love you guys. I hope you guys have a beautiful and blessed one. God bless. Peace.